Steve and Justin use YCharts for their winning investment research. So start your free trial now. And if you purchase, mention InvestTalk and get a generous discount at YCharts.com. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, May 17th, 2019. I'm Steve Peasley. I do thank you for joining me today, as you do every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 5 Pacific time. That's when I'm live. And Justin, too. Justin does the show as well. Um, and I hope you'll call me today, too. You know, you guys drive the show. As I say every day, you drive it. You tell me where to go. You, by your questions, decide what we're going to talk about. As long as it's anything financial, I'll talk about it. About wills and trusts. Do you want to talk about wills and trusts? I'm going to talk about them today at some point. Um, so, when you make the call and you ask questions, and then we discuss managing managing money or stocks we're thinking about buying or ETS or whatever, it always, all the goal is for all of us to try to get to a point where the money works for us instead of us working for it. And of course, that's all about financial freedom. Freedom to do what you want. Not what you have to do, but what you want to do. And that's a goal for everybody, I'm thinking. Now, I really like doing what I do. So I don't really want to retire. Um, Bob, but I'll tell you this. About 20, let's see. How long, yeah, about 25 years ago, I did retire uh, for about hmm, two months. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. So, because I thought that was the goal, work hard, save money, get investment properties, uh, have a good portfolio, and then, you know, live modestly, and you'll be fine. Well, the goal wasn't to retire to stop what I was doing, it's to retire to go do what you want to do. I learned that lesson. Of course, I had to hit me in the head first, I didn't know right away. So, in this hour, we're going to talk about that, how to achieve that goal. I mean, we've had some pretty... Uh, pretty volatile times here and you know how do we react to those well why don't you give me a call we'll talk about it our line is now open it's our anytime listener line number it always is the same 888-99-CHART if you don't want to call me live right now you can always call and leave questions and we'll answer them now my main talking point today concerns the important uh, important objective how to protect your money from the stock market's Wild volatility. How do you protect it? What do you do? Should you do anything? Now, one expert claims there's an easy way and profitable trading strategy. So we're going to go over what he thinks. I don't know if I agree with him, but it's a thought. So we're going to go with that. I'm also going to talk about the uh, leading economic indicators report that came out this morning for last month. Uh, wills and trusts is going to be on my topic list. What to do before you get married when it comes to finances? What do you do before you get married? As a couple, what should you do? And finally, why you should not be a bear and there's a why you should be bullish on the market. Even though we've had what four down weeks? Not anything dramatically down, but a lot of volatility up and down. We had huge volatility this week, and the market did end up down this week, but not by a lot. Interesting. 
even though we had one big down day, six, 700 points, what, what, something like that. Big down day. So those are what we're going to talk about. The market was down today, down 99, 99 on the Dow, down 82 on the NASDAQ, down 17 on the S&P. And all of it came in the latter part of the day because of, uh, you guessed it, China trade talks. <laughs> China, China trade has been the issue. And everybody's, everybody's worried about it. Everybody's freaking out about it. And I'm, I don't know how to calm everybody down because it's much to do about nothing. It really is. I mean, it's not big dollars we're talking about. They're not. I went over that the other day on the show. What, you know, what 25% of tariffs, how much money is that? It's just a tax. And it's a small tax. Pretty small. It's a tax. So what? Anyway. That's what we're going to talk about. But, of course, you drive the show. What do you want to talk about? Uh, will the market act poorly next week and the week after and the week after. Well, you know, you, as soon as we hit May, you know that times start to get volatile and we're moving into the summer months and historically I've told you that it summer months are not nearly as good as the winter months. Doesn't mean they're down. They can be up still. They're just never up as much as the winter months and they're never, you know, they just tend to be kind of doldrums and um, lots of theories as to why. You know, uh, some um, one of the most is with summertime, people are on vacation. <laughs> Maybe that's true. I don't know. But that's the way it is. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. You can call me right now on any time list online number, 888-99-CHART. Hey, Steve or Justin. I'm from Pleasanton. I had a question to you about Illumina, and uh, I wanted to see where you guys thought uh, if this was a good place to buy the stock, it's come down from a high of 375. Love to hear your thoughts on the stock, and I'll, I'll listen to you on podcast. Thank you. Illumina. I think it's I L M N I L M N. Remember, you got to give me the symbol uh, so I can see. Now I have to take time out and punch in the, the symbol while I'm on air and I'm just talking to make noise on the. <laughs> well, I'm trying to pull up all the computer stuff. Okay, Illumina, I-L-M-N, uh, develops integrated systems for the large-scale analysis of genetic variation and biological function. Hmm. Uh-huh. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means. It's a big company. $45 billion uh, makes lots of money. I still don't know. Developed integrated systems for the large-scale analysis of genetic variation and biological function. Uh-huh. Well, how do you make money at doing that? I don't know what they do. What do they sell? What's their products? And, of course, that doesn't help me with that, does it? Anyways, it's uh, six It's going to make $6.68 this year. That's the estimate after making five seventy-two last year. And then they're going to make $7.66 next year. So up 17% this year, up 15% next year. Sales growth is uh, is slowing. It was 25% growth a, a year ago, then 19, then 11, then 4, then 8. Then 8. So it's going down. The sales growth is slowing. That always uh, is not a good, not a good thing for a growth stock. You want the growth to continue up. Uh, what's it worth? It's a three hundred seven dollars stock, going to make seven dollars and eighty six cents. So no matter how you look at it, it's expensive. Um, I wouldn't consider it just because it's so expensive. 
I mean, uh, the the five-year range of P is 35 to 80. It's been expensive for a long time. But if it's slowing down its sales, if they're starting to slow, remember, you're a $45 billion company. There's a law of large numbers come into play. That means the larger the number, larger the company, the larger the sale, the slower the growth because you just can't grow faster. Small companies grow very, very fast because they're too, they're tiny. So, um, the company is strong financially, not much debt, but I don't. I just wouldn't overpay for it. I think it's too expensive. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and I've already booked several appointments for San Jose. I got I probably four, so I don't have only have a couple left. Everybody, if you want to meet with me in San Jose, June twelfth, June twelfth comes around pretty fast. Now's the time to do it. You know, it fills up, and then we'll have to I'll have to go up there another again. So, go to investtalk.com. Send me an, an, an email, investtalk.com. If you send me an email, just tell me you want an appointment. We'll work out a time, okay? Investtalk.com. 888-99-CHART is our number. Give us a call. This is Invest Talk, the radio program and podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom. You may be a regular listener. You may even have called a few times. But if you've never called, what are you waiting for? The phone lines are open, and Steve and Justin would love to hear your questions right now. Call 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. So what do you guys want to talk about? Of course, there's always interesting news, fascinating news, you know, so we can talk about that. Uh, you talk about the U.S. economy, that's always this strong. Um, the LEI came out today. We'll talk, you know, I'm going to get into more details on that later on, I think. Uh, labor costs are barely moving, and so retail sales are growing slowly, but not, you know, they were down two-tenths uh, this most recent month. Month before, it's up 1.7. Month before, that was down two two-tenths. Yeah, so it, the last three months is okay. The 10-year Treasury yield is 2.37%. Why do I bring that up? Well, the two-year Treasury yield is 2.2. So the 10-year is 2.37, and the two-year is 10.2. Why is that important? Because if there is an inversion between the two, that has always in history led to a recession, meaning if the short-term two-year yield is higher than the 10-year yield, that leads to a recession. It has every time That with that stat. Now, the question is how soon after. It doesn't have to be like immediate. It's not like that. It just means that there's, there's financial stresses in the market out there somewhere, and those things tend to end up being in a recession. And when it comes out, we'll see. Therefore, will the Fed lower interest rates? If the Fed lowers interest rates on the low end, driving that down, that keeps the yield spread normal. The 10-year more than the 2-year. Hmm. But they could lower interest rates, couldn't they? Why not? There's no inflation. They don't have to worry about slowing that down. The economy is growing, but the experts think it's going to grow only about 2% by the end of the year, not 3 So why not? Remember? Now, you do remember that Trump just a couple, three weeks ago, and, and Vice President Pence, 
both wanted the Fed to lower the rates. But that was probably all about self-serving to get reelected. But it may not be a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm ta- I don't care about the re-election. I care about the economy. That's what I care about. Anyways. Pinterest. You know Pinterest. P-I-N-S, the symbol. Said Thursday that it lost $41 million in the first three months of 2019. Shares of Pinterest took a hit following its first earnings report as a public company. The company said it had a 30% increase in expenses. Now, remember, it, it's, Pinterest has been pretty good on the IPO, up 50% from its IPO a few months ago. So that's done well. But not everything is done well. How about Lyft and uh, Uber? And they've done terrible when they came out in their IPO, right? Initial public offering, IPO. So not all, all, all IPOs. You know, you hear about the big IPOs in the news. You hear about that. But most IPOs are quiet. And they just come out. And generally, six months after an IPO comes out, the stock is trading lower than the IPO price. Pretty consistently. But you are listening to or hear about only the big ones. The ones that make the news. Most of them don't. So, I think that's, a, that's all that was really of that interesting. I, I did find a, a, the, the, you know, China is going to retaliate for these tariffs. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I've told you before that I do think that there will be a settlement. But I also think all this worry about this is way overdone, this China versus U.S. trade war. I don't care if it's a war. It, uh, it doesn't. It's not enough financially to affect our economy very much. It's just not. I mean, the numbers don't justify it. That's all I'm saying. The numbers don't. This seems silly to me. It, it, the silly part is that it so dominates everybody's thinking. Like this is the end of the world. If this, if something, this is so terrible. It's not. This is Invest Talk. And we have just completed the third trading week of May. And you're not you're not in this alone, everybody. At Invest Talk APP Financials, we want to help you best we can. We want you to achieve that goal, financial freedom. So feel free to contact us. Me or Justin Klein, anytime at KPP, KPP Financial or in Irvine, California. Just ask us any financial questions. We'll help you. Now I'm taking your financial investment questions on air live, 888-99-CHART. Serious investors should make note of two important dates. First, Steve Peasley will be returning to Northern California, San Jose, on June 12th. He'll conduct no-cost portfolio reviews. And then, on June 22nd, Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will be leading the InvestTalk Wealth Conference in Southern California at Irvine in Orange County. These are two potential wealth-building events. You can learn more and register now at InvestTalk.com. The phone lines are open, Steve is here, and he's ready for your questions. Call 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to Ray in San Jose. How you doing, Ray? 
Really good, Steve. How are you doing? Thank you for the great show. I um, appreciate that. Yeah, well, I'm I'm great, and thank you. And uh, I, I just my one of my nephews just bought a house in San Jose. Uh, it's like fifty year old house, small downtown, one and a half million dollars. One and a half million. That's <laughs> how like, it goes here. Yes. <laughs> so that's a tough place to live. You can't, it's hard to afford that place. What can I do for you, Ray? Uh, still, I have open an IRA account, you know, as part of the tax saving program because I own some uh, money and mm-hmm. through tax was telling me, you know, if okay. you open IRA account and put this much in, then I could pay less uh-huh. if that was the case. So my question is, uh, what should I do with that money that I open an IRA account? What kind of investment should I do? Ah, well, you know, in an IRA, remember that money grows tax-free no matter what how much you earn. So you don't, you can be, uh, you can be somewhat active if you want to in your IRA because you can realize gains and never have to pay taxes on it. So you don't have to, you don't have to be just buy one thing and never touch it. Even though buy and hold is a good strategy, I would probably if you just open up the IRA, you don't have a lot of money in it yet. I'd probably use an ETF. Uh, or a couple of ETFs, and uh, that way you, you know, because if you you know you only could put five thousand something dollars in an IRA unless you that, got transferred happen, old. Yes. Yeah, so I'd probably use an exchange traded fund, maybe a uh, a high dividend paying exchange traded fund. You know, uh, I and I and I mentioned everybody. I have a list of of an ET, uh, several ETFs that do pay high dividends. They concentrate on dividend-paying stocks. But you also can buy almost any sector. You know, you could buy tech sector ETF. You can buy anything that you want uh, using ETFs these days. And if you have lots of time, you probably want to go for the, you know, something that might be more dynamic. And that would be in the tech sector. Uh, buying high, high dividend-paying ETF is pretty boring, but consistent, I think, over time. I like the consistency. Depends on what you want to do. Depends on your nature. You know, how, how many years you're going to have this. If it's 10, 20, 30 years, then you could take more risks with it. Appreciate the call, Ray. Thank you. The KPP Premium Newsletter was distributed today to subscribers, as I do every Friday. Two reports on economic news this week were interest, I noted in the letter, and one, of course, the week I mentioned is all about trading, uh, tr- the trade dispute with China. Of course, that dominated. But two economic things came out this week that I, I thought were uh, should be mentioned. Um, so, retail sales being one of them. You know, so I talk about you know those things uh, that I think are important for you to hear, and I put it in this this the newsletter in, in just a few paragraphs, so you don't have to like. Oh gosh, sloth through page after page of technical and you know minutia that tells you all about what's going on in the economy and it just to me is I don't you don't need that I don't need to tell you that. Um, anyways, then I told you retail sales were a little disappointed up down two tenths of percent last month. Portfolio management section I point out the the the. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> You guys drive me nuts here when you... <laughs> Portfolio management section. Uh, I talked about IPOs, Uber and Lyft's IPOs. Mentioned that. Um, 
And you know, why do why do companies want to go to IPO? Do you know why? Why not they stay private? Most of the time, because the founders of the company want to realize their profits. You know, they put in a lot of work to grow a company, and one of the ways to exit or at least realize your hard work is to go public so you can cash in some stocks. Stock ideas. Uh, Talk about one of the world's largest suppliers of semiconductors in there. So, you know, that's what's in there. I give you two stock ideas every week. And at Consumer Watch, I wrote about choices for streaming content. On, on, on You know, people are changing the way they watch TV. They don't not watch TV. My wife never watches TV. She watches her phone. She, that's how she watches. So everybody's doing different doing different. Of course, she only watches when she goes to sleep at night in bed and watches phone for an hour. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I say watches phone. She's not watching a show or anything. She's going through all, you know, her contacts and photos and family and all that. That's what she does. That's her entertainment. Interesting, huh? Anyways, so, you know, if you're interested in the premium KPP Premium News and you want to subscribe to it, you can. Uh, just go to investtalk.com. It goes out every Friday. Okay, tomorrow, Investor. Well, actually, not tomorrow. How about Monday? Monday, Investor. Microsoft and Sony are forming a cloud gaming and AI partnership. Artificial Intelligent Partnership. The companies are teaming up to compete with Google Gaming Platform, which will use YouTube to push its experience to the masses. Okay, that story is going to be on Monday, everybody. My number is 888-99-CHART. Time to give me a call. This is Invest Talk, and if you live anywhere in Southern California, Steve Peasley and Justin Klein encourage you to make plans to attend KPP Financial's Invest Talk Wealth Conference. It's happening on Saturday, June 22nd, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. in Irvine, California. At the conference, Steve and Justin will help you understand the current volatile market and global economic environment. They'll give you a plan to boost income and manage investment risk. And they'll define ways to find great opportunities in any market environment. The Summer Invest Talk Wealth Conference is an investor learning opportunity that you should not miss. Conference attendance is priced at $39. However, if you sign up during May, you'll get a special price of only $29. You can purchase tickets and learn more now at investtalk.com. The InvestTalk radio and podcast continues now. The phone lines are open. Call with questions, 888-99-CHART. This is InvestTalk. Are you doing everything possible to make sure that your investments are performing as well as they should be? Well, there's a treasure trove of wealth-building information freely accessible right now at investtalk.com you'll find investment strategies and unbiased guidance. The phone lines are open, Steve is here, and he's ready for your questions. Call 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Ken. Hi, Ken, in Arlington, Texas. How's it going? Oh, all is well, Steve. Uh, Steve, I'm calling about the 3M company, uh, stock symbol MMM. It's been hammered because of a poor earnings report. 
But it's rare you ever see that company over a 3% dividend yield. And I'm kind of watching it, wondering what you think, what the range is on it that you're showing on your numbers and uh, okay. what area you would look at to get into it. Maybe average, okay. you know, average uh, down. I don't like the average down, Ken, in a stock because uh, uh, I just think that's not a good idea. I like to average up in a stock. I don't mind averaging down in mutual funds, different kind of animal. But let's talk about 3M. MMM provides industrial tapes, adhesives, medical and office products, surveillance and communication products. It's one of the old line conglomerates out there. Very solid company, $97 billion size. You know, and yeah, it had a little bit of disappointment, but you know, Ken, I think this fall from two hundred and what eighteen dollars now down to one hundred sixty-nine. I think this is setting itself up to be a really good buy, a good buying point. It, the dividend now is three point four percent because the price has come down so hard, and uh, the five-year P range is seventeen to twenty-eight, and you know it's going to be about seventeen. That's what the PE range is, is price is now. So, you ha this is a smart idea to put it on your buy list, Ken. Um, I would wait though till you see some till it turns sideways. Don't don't try to. This is what there's an old saying. Don't try to catch a falling knife because you'll get cut. So don't try to catch it while it's falling. Don't try to buy it while it's falling. Wait till it stops. Wait till it hits the ground, stops rattling around. Then you go pick up that knife. Okay, so okay, wait till like it turns sideways for or somewhere in that range. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to stop falling very quickly here. I think this is it's getting very close to the bottom. Looks like the MACD is starting to turn sideways. It's oversold, so I think we're getting very close. Yes, I do think okay. so. Okay, right thank you, Steve. God bless you, my friend. Thanks, thank you, Ken. Appreciate that. Let's go to Kyle Walnut Creek. How you doing, Kyle? Kyle, did I lose Kyle? Maybe I lost Kyle. Do you want to talk about 401ks? Kyle, are you there? Can you hear me, Steve? Yeah, there you are. Thanks, Kyle. Hey, Steve. Hey, so Go ahead. my question is, I have a 401k. I'm putting a good amount. I'm not maxing out, but I'm getting pretty close. But I also opened like, like an individual account in TD Ameritrade. Um, just to do mm -hmm. some like individual trading, a little more freedom. Is this sure. something I'm like 30 years old? Is this something that I would want to focus on, or do I want to just focus on like a 401k and like a Roth path? Well, no, you can. I think you go both. You, you you do both. I don't think you just ignore. You know, if you have extra money, yeah, you want to uh, open up a TD Ameritrade. I like TD. Uh, put some money in there. Um, you don't have to go crazy with trading or anything, but start buying some stocks. Um, you know, you want to get up to about 15, you know, maybe 20 stocks. I think the, the, there's been studies put out about 25 stocks is ideal. But, you, you know, when you first start out, you don't have enough money to do that, right? So you can buy ETFs, you know, to help diversify. But, yeah, start picking up some stocks. You, you know, you're young enough, you want to learn, and you want to grow your portfolio over time. So, yeah, you're going to have to do it both in your 401K and outside your 401K. Remember, the goal is to get rich so you can do what you want to do. So, so, you know, I say it nicer than nice. We, the goal is financial freedom, but you get rich is the same thing. Yes, sir. Okay? 
Good luck. Right, thank you for that. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Kyle. Good luck. Now, as you can tell, Friday is typically very busy for us, but I promise the main talking point here, I mean, everybody, we want to get to the main talking point, concerns, uh, you know, how to protect your money from the stock market while volatility. Now, this is an article and an opinion of a person who feels that uh, one of the ways you do it is when the market gets volatile, like it is now, when it gets volatile, you should get defensive. When it turns volatile, to turn defensive. And the, the theory is, is that over long periods of time, when the market's not volatile, that you, the market does better than in times when it is volatile. So the theory is you're going to move to cash, you move to defensive positions, you, you can put shorts on, but you should be less invested when the volatility picks up. And, you know, common sense tells you that that might work out because when, when does the market normally get the most volatile? Well, May, June, July, August, September, all right? Those are the summer months. Those are the worst months, the worst month of the year. When does the market calm down? Usually in the winter months. So, you know, there's just just on a basic sit back and look at it common sense thing. Yeah, that probably would work. But, you know, like everything else, if everybody does it, it doesn't work anymore. You know, once everybody does a certain thing, it does not work. Just, just the way it is. Okay, I'm Steve Peasley, and I want to share a simple secret with you. There are really only two emotions that drive the market, fear and greed. Fear and greed. That's the only thing that matters emotionally in the market. So let me focus a minute on fear. The truth is that many investors experience fear when they're unsure. They're just not sure how much risk they have, what their portfolio is doing, and what it, you know, how much how much risk they can take, how much damage, how much money they can lose. You know, that, that's, that's, uh, that's fear. Now, you've got to control that fear. But you have to understand that you have it. You have to have a way to measure it, to understand it. How do I measure my fear? Well, of course, I have the solution, right? Of course, I wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> we have a risk questionnaire. It's called Riskalyze. And it measures your risk by you answering certain few questions. And when you do that, it gives you a score. Then I can tell you the S&P 500 risk score is 80. So if you're above that score, you're a risk taker. You're below that score, you like to take less risk of the market. Simple as that. Now we can look at your portfolio. We can put that in the same software and score it. We'll do it for you. You got to take the first question. You got to take the first step, though, and that's go to our website, investtalk.com, and take the risk questionnaire. Okay, we're live right now, everybody. Give me a call, eight 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 ninety nine chart. Our Invest Talk mission is to help you make better investing decisions. To do that on your own, thumbs up or thumbs down choices based on good, solid investing principles. But we need your questions to keep us on track. 888-99-CHART or click on Contact Steve or Contact Justin on investtalk.com. Hey, Steve. My name is Jamal. I'm out in Portland, Oregon. Uh, thank you so much for the show. I'm, I'm an everyday listener. I have a question about employee stock purchase plans. My company seems to, as in the healthcare industry, and seems to be uh, trending upward. 
uh, and they match 75% of what I put into that plan and will match up to 20%, which I can afford. So I was wondering how much you think I should put into uh, that plan and what you think of employee stock purchase plans in general. Thank you, and I'll look forward to listening to your answer on the show. If they're matching, that's free money. So I like it a lot. I would put a lot of money in them. Now, what will happen is you're going to get overloaded in one stock, and that's your company stock. So the question, next question is, after, after I've answered this one, yeah, put a lot of money in it, get that free money. The next question is, is well, you've now got to diversify. Once you get it, many of these stock purchase plans have a one-year holding period. If you have that, then after one year, you start selling back your stock. You do not want to be too much of any one stock in your portfolio, even in your own company that you have a lot of faith in. You know, don't do it. You just don't do it. It's not smart. I, there's not one executive, although IPOs, you know, the huge successful IPOs with billionaires like Bill Gates, after they try desperately to diversify their portfolio, you know, continually do diversify the portfolio, give away from their own stock that they, the company they produce. And same kind of philosophy, you have to diversify. And so that what you do is you start cutting back when you can cut back. You take the free money, buy the stock, employee purchase plan, but whenever you're allowed to sell it, you cut it down. Okay, and, 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 and how to do that and how much and over what period of time, that's all, you know, something I need to talk to you about because it's it can be real tricky. But free money, man, I never give up. I never turn down free money. Never, never, ever, ever. Okay, uh, time to time I get email questions. I get stocks. Uh, and one guy called, uh, sent me an email, and he wanted me to talk about Aqua America. You know, have you ever heard of that company, anybody? The symbol is WTR. Holding company providing water and wastewater utility services to about 3 million customers. The company's out of uh, Pennsylvania. So he wanted me to take a look at it. The stock is $39.31 stock. I want to make $1.56 next year. Made $1.47 this year. $1.41 last year. $1.36. It grows 3 to 4% sales and... You know, about four to five percent earnings, boring kind of stock, but very solid. Okay, it is eight point four billion, and I would not buy it now because you're chasing it. It's already done very, very well. Uh, gone from thirty-two to thirty-nine in the since the beginning of the year, and that's how it moves. It's not a that's twenty percent or so, um, but that's how it moves. I, I would wait for the next pullback. Good, solid company pays a decent dividend of 2.2. I wait for a decent pullback. You buy it on the pullback. And now, where would that be? Uh, it's got to be probably in the mid-30s. And, you, you know, so I would wait. It's not one of these high flyers, exciting stock. It's not going to do that. Okay, so I would wait. Another caller came in and wanted me to take a look at another stock. Another caller, I'm saying, an email. And I try to, try to answer these emails as fast and best as I can, everybody. It gets pretty hard. Penmac Mortgage uh, Trust, a PMT, is the symbol. It's a, um, let's see, a $1.4 billion company, so it's small cap. Uh, it has a very low PE ratio, around nine. Pays a, it earns about $1.95 to $1.99 a share. It's done that last three years. Not much growth, not much sales growth. Pays a huge dividend. That's why you're buying this. It's a REIT. 
a real estate investment trust that primarily invests in residential mortgage loans and mortgage-related assets. So it's one of those companies that's very solid. Uh, it, 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 it will pay the dividend. Remember, REITs have to pay 90% of their earnings out in the form of a dividend, and this company makes a little under $2 every year for the last three years. So it's going to pay, probably make that again next year. And therefore, you know, from a dividend point of view, it's pretty solid. And it's not, you know, it's not overly expensive or anything. So yeah, this, this might be a good time. If you're, if you're looking for income, this is a good income producer. You know, I just mind you, when the housing market kind of slows down, the dividends will disappear. That's one of the problems with this. And that's why it pays a high dividend when it can. That's what is attractive about it. So those are the two emails I got. Uh, so I did my job there. I answered both questions. That's not bad. Okay. Leading economic indicators. The report came out. It comes out every month. And it takes a look at different, 10 different components comprise of this report. Um, and it, it, it gives, the, the number is, uh, came out 0.2% higher. 0.2% higher. If it's a positive number, that means it's, it's saying three to six months down the road, the economy is going to be positive. Okay, if it goes negative, then it's saying, ah, we're heading into a contracting economy. Contraction. Now, it's been positive for three months in a row. So, uh, it looks like, remember, it's looking out three to six months. <clears throat> That's how you read it, three to six months. So, three to six months from now, it's 8 August and uh, uh, at the end of the year, the economy is going to be okay. Other experts have been pointing out that there's going to be about a 2% GDP growth by the end of the fourth, by the fourth quarter. There'll be 2%. Remember, it's 3.2% growth the first quarter. 3.2%. But remember, the fourth quarter was like 1.7, 1.8. So, you know, therefore, you know, the economy is doing fine. Now, should the stock market be falling? Probably not. I don't know how, how high it'll go up, it, but it, it's not going to collapse either. I think we're just going to go into a, a sideways corrections and then a bull run, more correction. Yeah, that kind of thing. I don't think it's going to be anything to really sweat about. I don't think you should worry too much about the economy, and I don't think you should worry too much about stocks. I think you buy good, solid companies that look like good price. That's it. Don't have to think about, you know, don't don't over don't overinvest in, you know, high risky sectors. But you can invest in them, but just don't overinvest in them. Okay. Now, um, in our Invest Talk Academy on Thursday, I did a class on wills and trusts, wills and trusts. And I wanted to go over some of the highlights just for you on the air here because even though it's not the most exciting topic, it's an important topic. This is Invest Talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have a goal here. We always have the same goal. And as for every one of you to achieve financial freedom, including myself, I think I'm there, though. I must admit. I'm pretty comfortable. And uh, But I want you to be there. I really do. And so we're going to work toward that. And you can don't you don't have to hire people to do it. You can do it. You can do it. Just takes discipline. So if you have any questions, give me a call. 888-99-CHART.
On the next Invest Talk, Microsoft and Sony are forming a cloud gaming and AI partnership. They will compete with Google's gaming platform hosted by YouTube. That story Monday. But now Steve is here, ready with answers, and he's waiting for your questions. 888-99-CHART. Hey guys, thank you for all that you do. I had a question about a stock, uh, Teva Pharmaceuticals, P-E-V-A. I picked it up at $19 a share. I don't mind holding it for years. I just saw that there was a, you know, they've been in a lot of trouble. There's no dividend. They're just recent news. They're, uh, apparently there's a lawsuit filed for price fixing with Mylon and Pfizer and so forth. I just wanted to know if you guys' opinion, if, if you uh, think it's worth holding on to for several years or that's it. Thank you. Yes, I do. The simple answer is yes. Teva Pharmaceuticals, everybody, is a developer of generic specialty and over-the-counter drugs and active pharmaceutical ingredients. It, uh, it is a $12 billion company. It used to be a lot bigger. <laughs> I mean, it used to be more like $40 billion, $30, $40 billion. Uh, It does $4.2, 4 $4.3 sales a quarter. So the price to sales ratio is 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 one. It's selling at 0.85 a book. In other words, if it liquidated all its assets, you would make more money than $11.53 a share. It's selling 0.81 below book value. Okay, so from a value point of view, you look at it, it's so cheap, the PE is four. You look at it and say, well, why is this so cheap? Well, they've had their problems, lots of problems. You know, CEO, management problems, lawsuit problems. But will they? Will the company be destroyed by this? No, it's oversold right now, so it will bounce. I could. I, I have no problem. You holding on to the stock for a number of years, it will recover. That's my personal opinion, and I base that on not only long history of doing this, but also the numbers. The numbers tell me that it's going to return equity is twenty percent. Cash flow is four dollars and sixty six cents a share. I mean, the business itself is solid. Generic drugs, it's solid. So, and they're the largest generic drug maker in the world. Did you know that? So Teva, T-E-V-A, T-E-V-A. I would not, I would not sell it. Wills and trusts. Do you have a will? If you don't have a will, you need a will. Now, who doesn't need a will? Well, I guess if you're a young person, not married, and no children, yeah, I guess you can go along without a will because you probably don't have a lot of assets. So, what difference does it make? If you're an old person, you have absolutely no assets, well, and you live on the street, yeah, you don't need a will. Okay, for the rest of us, the normal rest of the group of us in the middle, those people who are married and have children, you need a will. And a will, you tell people who's going to watch your children if you both die. Do you need a trust? Not necessarily. If you have a very simple estate, you may not want a trust, you may not need it. But a trust does things that the will does not. For instance, everything in the name of the trust, all your assets, if they're in the name of the trust, that, that avoids probate on your death. If you just have a will, you have to go through probate, meaning you have to go through the state. And the state has to, be, has to put a stamp of approval on everything you do. You've got to hire an attorney. you got to do all. Well, you can avoid that if you have a trust that avoids probate. Now, a trust also, a living trust takes effect immediately while you're alive. That's why it's called a living trust. Wills don't take effect until you die. 
So a living trust, it means you could put in there all kinds of things. You want to give money to somebody during out of the trust. You want to designate certain trust assets to do certain things. That's what you do. There's two kinds of trusts. A revocable trust and an irrevocable trust. Most living trusts are revocable, meaning you can change it. You can revoke it. You can get rid of it. But if you open up an irrevocable trust, once you set that up, that's it. You're done. No changing it. No, no doing anything with it. It's set. There's a lot of other kinds of trust. Charitable remainder trust. Uh, disability trust. Charity trust. You know, there's all kinds of different kinds of trust. Uh, generation skipping trusts. You know, for most of us, we don't need to worry about that. And if you do have to worry about that, that means you need some legal help. Okay, and to set up a trust, you probably need legal help. A will, not necessarily, but be very careful in certain states like California. The will has to be perfect or someone can attack it. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program, and I thank you for your loyal support and questions. I'll, I'll really enjoy them. Please send, I'll be here Monday. I will be here Monday. Justin is off next week, so I'll be here Monday. So give me a call then. You can also listen to us on podcast. You do know that, right? Free anytime. Anyways, have a great night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART.